It's always a uh, pleasure to be back to see everybody. I apologize, I missed Memorial Day, but if you remember last Thanksgiving, I gave double. It was two hours, so I paid my tashlumen. Uh, so um, I picked a topic which is um, extremely nagea, a bit complex. So I, um, I ask you not to uh, attempt to paskin any of these shailas yourself. We speak out these nyanim uh, and these sugyas, at least you know when a shailas is in front of you. And many aspects of this, the first part of the shir is going to sound like a lot of lumdis in some interesting cases which can never be nagea. As we proceed, I'll show you that uh, many small and large ways these things do come up. And then we get to the Ashkafa piece in uh, the second half of the shir. We'll discuss just how important it is. Thank you. The title of the flyer doing Averis, cutting corners to help other people. Sure, it sounds dangerous. We usually assume that the ends do not justify the means. That's a pretty hard and fast rule, except where we don't apply it. And the question of self-sacrifice in Chesed and in the Chi of Arvis and helping people is always a delicate balance. Let me begin right away with the Gemara. There are only two or three Gemaras that discuss this, and they seem to be contradictions, which is why you need Taisus to answer the Gemaras. Most famous Gemara, for those of you who are in Dafyami, learned at the beginning of Masech Shabbos. The Gemara asks the Shaila, Hid big pas betaner, hitilo sekedim Fellow on Shabbos put a pizza in the oven, and he's not Chayav Misa yet, or Chayav Chatas B'Shoigig, because it didn't come to Macham Ben Dursayim, say half-baked, half-cooked, or a third. And the Gemara wants to know, do we allow him, the Gemara discussed two possibilities, do we allow him to take it out, do we allow somebody else to take it out? And on the side, we discussed somebody else taking it out, which is an Isidur Abonon, Sapas peeling the dough off the wall of the oven, is an Isidur Abonon, it's a shfus. So this guy is going to be over in Isidur if he doesn't do something, but the question is, do we ask him to do an Isidur Abonon to save him from either a Chiyav Chates or a Chiyav Misa? And even entertaining this, half the Gemara jumps on it right away, why would we ask or even allow Ruvain to do an Avera to save Shimon from an Issa Dereis? And mind you, the Avera is doing his Rabbanon. And the Gemara still says, impossible, not Shayach, not true. We don't ask anybody to do any Yisurim, even smaller Yisurim, relatively smaller, to save him from an Issa Dereis. Interesting idea. One would have thought without the Gemara, I'm only doing a Rabbanon, saving him from a real Dereis, Bishagigachatas, Chiyav Misa, and Bilezit. Gemara says, no, we don't do Averis to save other people from other Averis, even small Averis versus bigger Averis. Taisus asks the Kasha from the few Gemaras that seem to contradict it, one Gemara in Erevin, where the Gemara says that if a Tamachacham accidentally gave food to an Amaris and then realized he didn't take Shumas and Mises off of it, he can actually take Shumas and Mises where he is, even though the Amaris is already 10 miles away, which is normally an Isser, taking off Shalom and Amukuf. 
But we allow it. Tais says, no, why do we allow it? He's doing an Avera to save the Amaras from a bigger Avera. Taking off Shalom and Amukav is much smaller than the Avera of eating Tevel. So Taisa says, that's relatively easy to answer because the Amaris is going to be nichshul because of the lack of foresight of the Chavar here. The Tamachacham released food they shouldn't have given him. And therefore he's the Pasheas. Therefore he got him into this mess. So he's got to save him. As opposed to our case, Ruvain put the pizza in the oven, Shimon walks by, he has no Sheikhs. Easy enough. More complicated, Gamar Taisa says, Mishachatse Ebed Chatse Ben Chiron, Kevin is Rabba Vaisis Ben Chiron. He's a half Ebed, half Ben Chiron. He had two. Adun, two masters, one freed him, one didn't, now he's neither here nor there. Can't get married to a shivcha, can't get married to a bascharen, we force the other Adun to free him so he can at least get married. Freeing an Evid is an Isidoraisa. The Yilam ben Tavedu. And again, Taisa says, why are we asking the other Adun to free him to do an Avera so he can go on with life? And Taisa answers that this is also an exception. Shiny Piravarivya da Mitzvah Rabbihi. For great, important Unbelievably important mitzvahs. On occasion, we allow people to do small averis so the person can be zeichet to a bigger mitzvah. Okay, so there's already, um, there are exceptions to every rule. And Puravu, uh, the Gemara considers a mitzvah rabbo. Then Taisus has another answer, and there's a huge enough community between all these answers, which one you go with. The first guy was a Pasheya, like our guy with the pizza. He was Machal Shabbos. He was a Pasheya, Mezid, certainly a Pasheya, and Shegeg, he should have realized, Taisa says later, it was uh, close to Shabbos, and he didn't calculate properly. So when he's a Pasheya, I don't help him out. If he's not a Pasheya, then I should help him out. Very famous case came up in the time of the Rishanim. It's brought down the Chubas Arashba. Unfortunate case. A young lady was kidnapped by Yisrael Mashumid. They're taking her away, and if they get away with it, we're never going to find her, and she's going to go off the derech. They'll lose her forever. What's the question? Can you send for her father who's not even here and have him chase the thug? Could be 12 meal, could be 3 pasos is Daraisa. So according to the Shita, even if it's Daraisa, can we send for him? Why him? Why don't you get somebody else to do it? Apparently the father will do a better job. It's his direct Achrayas. Mr. Burr brings down, this, I'll show you in a minute, this is brought down La'alacha. Mr. Burr brings down that if the father's not available or can't do it, then we appoint somebody else. Even to get a guy to write a letter. Do we say, just like you'd be machal Shabbos for a person who's sick? So to over here, it's literal, she's going to go off the derech, she's going to become a mishamedis. Chances are we're not going to get her back if we don't do something quickly. No. So what does the say? He says, He says, He says, He says, I'm leaning toward the fact that, believe it or not, it's usher. We don't push off Shabbos to save somebody's spiritual life, even though we do it to save somebody's physical life. Because 
Because you can't be Mechal Shabbos to save somebody else. Ah, if we're talking about one Chil of Shabbos and I get a safer from a hundred Shabbos, a thousand Shabbos to be Mechal. Rashba says, we Paskin, even though she's not uh, the Pashe over here, we Paskin, it's Osir. Interestingly enough, so how does he answer the Chatsi Eva Chatsi Ben Chayrin? You would think saving somebody from going for Derek is the greatest mitzvah, greater than Puruvu. So he says uh, to Chatsi Holes, Chatsi Eva Chatsi Ben Chayrin, there's no longer an Isra Reis Afringa. So there is no risk in the first place. The Chiddush is we force the other to do it. But the Rosh behold, even for a lady who's going to be lost to Klai Yisrael forever, you can't be Mechal Shabbos to save her. Interestingly enough, the Mechaber brings the entire case down, the end of Shin Vav, El Shabbos. Misha Shachalo Shatziya Bito Mi Besa Beshabbos Latziya Meklai Yisrael Mitzvah Lassam Derech Pa'amav He should get on the road L'shtad L'bat Salasa Yetzeh Afilu Chutz L'shalosh Pasos V'lo Ave V'lo Boy If he doesn't want to Based in Gerizim Alav We force him to Not like the Rashba We pass on Lachal Amaisa It's mutter to do The Aveir of Chil Shabbos To save someone Who is going to be Is being kidnapped And is going to remain Off the Derech And Mishamedes Possibly the rest of her life so we see that we paskin, like the middle terrets, that if it's a mitzvah rabbah, if it's something very, very important, pruavu, it's being from or not from, which puts us that, and you have to save them, then it is mutter. Another example, Helchus Luluf. The Chaber brings down, Tafresh Nun Hay, that a guy is allowed to bring a Luluf for a yid, uh, the whole discussion of Mishabur, you'll have to ask a guy to do a drabana, mitzvah. If he brings it out of the Tchum Daraisa, do we allow it or not? At the very end of the Mishabur, he says, if a person was a Pasheya himself and didn't buy a Lulav and he's stuck out in the middle of nowhere and now he has a Lulav because he didn't take care of it. Question is, can we get him a Lulav and violate this Tchum, not ourselves, but asking a guy, can we be over Amir Lakam for them now? It was their own fault. So, Mishabur says, It was his laziness. Tough. Here he's a Pasheya. That girl being kidnapped wasn't a Pasheya. Here he's a Pasheya, should have taken care of it before he knew Sukkot was coming. Didn't take care of it. We can't help him, even with Amir Lakam on a Dindaraisa. It's only Amir Lakam, which is Dwabanam, but you're asking to do a Dindaraisa, Asr. Sharetzin is a very interesting question over here, which I'll just leave you to think about. He says he doesn't really understand why we always quote the Lushan over here, Chatei B'Shir Shatiske Chavercha. There's a chiv of Arvus. I have a chiv to take care of every year. I have a chiv to make sure his mitzvah is done. My mitzvah is not complete unless their mitzvah is complete. That's the Makar the din of Yatsamotzi. I was yet to the dinner, ready. I can say the bracha again for them. I'm not finished till they're finished. That's Yatsamotzi. So he says, by hook or by crook, it doesn't make a difference. Poshe, not a Poshe. Lamaisi, it doesn't have a lulav now. Now we stuck out in the forest, and I have to do something. Why is this the sugi of chatei b'shir shetiska chavercha? It should be chatei b'shir shetiska ata. It's your chi of avrus. It's a bomb cash on the whole sugi. What's that do chatei b'shir shetiska chavercha? It's your chi. It's your problem now. What was his problem? He's a pasheh. Not right. Okay, but now it's your problem. Take a look at the tshuva um, saying Yitzchok. And Evan has the siman I'm not going to go into it now, but he has a fascinating chiddush. And he says, the Chiv of Arvus is not as Chomer. We wouldn't allow you to do an Isser for him just as Arvus. Because, listen to this for He says, Arvus is on Gans Klai Yisrael. And I guess if you break it up and amateurize it over 5 million Yidin, over the Chiv that they have over their lifetime, you break it up, it's not really a big affair for anybody. A Chiddush. We normally look at Arvus as uh, my personal Chiv on him. That I'm here to help.
Yitzchak says that uh, it is the sugya because it's my problem, but it's not solely my problem. Take a look at the truth inside. He develops the Chiddush. Very fascinating. Okay, these are the horrific cases. People being kidnapped, people bemazed, not taking care of the Arba Minim. Let's go to some practical cases. I'll share with you one Misa before I do. I want to share with you a Machlekes, the Shari Chuvan Rabbi Yoshev Zilberstein brings down one of his farm. He quotes the following Shari Chuvan, Simon Tufpe Beis. Shnayim Shuba Beis Asurim Bamidbar. There's two people in jail or in the, or in the uh, Midbar in the desert, and they have one Kazayas Matzah between the two of them. What should they do? So the Shari Tshuva says, they both own it. If one owns it, he's not allowed to give it away. They both own it. So the Shari Tshuva says, they should make a lottery. So one guy will win, let's say Ruvain, and Shimon will get the Chelek of Yitzchar like Yitzchar Zvulun. And the Shari Tshuva says, I'm not giving up on my mitzvah. And you're giving your friend the chance? And somebody's going to do the mitzvah, Bishle Musa. He brings Rabbi Yashuv, Tatsal, and Rabbi Yashuv says, I don't understand the Shari Tshuva. There are many Achorin and Behold that if I eat a half a Zayis and he eats a half a Zayis, just like we say, Chatsi Shir is also Medatari, we say Chatsi Mitzvah is a Mitzvah Medatari. So why should I give up my half? We both have half, so we have joint ownership now. I should eat a half and you should eat a half. Why should I give up my half of my Mitzvah so some, one of us can get the whole Mitzvah? Very interesting application. I would, I would have thought like the Shari Tshuva. I get a half a mitzvah, even according to those base camps, it's a half a mitzvah. It's some level of mitzvah. It's not a whole kazayas matzah. Abayosha says, right now, you own a half a kazayas matzah. Even though it's not as great as one guy eating the entire kazayas, I'm not allowed, in his opinion, I'm not allowed to give it up. And the Shari Tshuva, uh, according to Abayosha, is very difficult to understand. This comes up. I had a case on Yom Kippur, a very interesting Shaila. Guy came to me during the break, and he said he has a shayla. His wife had a shayla. She sent him to ask. There was a lady, a neighbor of his uh, in Muncie, who uh, came over in the morning, in Kipper morning, and uh, she came by with her little kid, and she asked her friend, her neighbor, do you mind, I really like to go to shul, to Davin. Can you watch my child? Okay, now this lady who's being asked to watch her child has five little ones at home under the age of seven or eight. So she probably figured, just in Elam Etzchus, that you know, you have five anyway running around, a sixth or a seventh, I forget, it's one kid or two kids, you know, not going to make too much of a difference. So, nice lady. So you'll see how nice in a minute. Um, she's a very nice lady. She says, sure, I'm staying home anyway. She didn't plan on going to shul. I'm staying home anyway. Another two, what difference does it make? I'm diving here anyway. I saw diving here. Fine. Go to shul, daven well. She goes to shul for like four hours. And this young lady who stayed at home soon realized that uh, the five kids that she was watching of her own, she actually had a handle on for the rest of the year, for her experience with them. They were her kids. And she knew from past experience she'd be able to daven with them. She didn't realize that another two was like another thousand. And it brought, they, the two riled everybody up. She didn't get a word of davening in, not a word. Okay, she did a chesed, she thought it would work out. You learn from your mistakes. Lady comes back during the break. Comes back, says, I don't know how to thank you. It's a beautiful davening. I really thank you so much for watching the kids. 
I'll take uh, take them back now. Uh, do you mind that an hour from now I'd like to drop them off again because I want to go dive in the Elon Shul? I kid you not. So uh, the Tzidkis, Mika Amchi Yisrael, so the lady sent her husband with the question, what should I do over here? Because I really feel bad. I really want to help this lady out. And uh, she really tells me how wonderful her davening is in shul. And um, I'd like to help out. On the other hand, if she brings her kids back, I'm not going to be able to daven mincher and either. So she wants to know. Can you imagine an honest question? She was really misupic what she should do. I don't know. Maybe I'm not so nice. I looked at him. I said, your wife, you really did. That shidduch was one good shidduch. That's... Uh, <laughs> I said, I really, I'm very impressed with your wife. A lot of, some of the people here know who it is. I'm not going to say the name. But I'm very, very impressed. I'm impressed that she has such a havamina. So he said, havamina? He says, well, what's the maskana? I said, absolutely not. I said, she, she has a right to daven a little bit. At home, she's not asking to go to shul. I was thinking of telling her to bring the five kids over to her. Uh, but I was, you know, I didn't want to push it. Uh, but um, I was fascinated. I was fascinated that the first lady didn't really know what was going on. I was fascinated that the uh, lady was being asked had a shtarka havamin and felt guilty that she wasn't running to say yes. So the husband, who was also a halakhet tzaddik, uh, was wondering, like, why was I so quick to say no? I said, well, it happens to be the sugi we're holding in. The sugi I was preparing is uh, I wouldn't call chatebishiyoshiyiske, but chayecha kaidman certainly applies. Your wife has a right to daven. She didn't daven a word yet. It's Yom Kippur, and it's not her responsibility to give the other person. The other person never claimed they can't daven at home. They just wanted the mitzvah of davening at shul, which is a wonderful mitzvah. I told him nothing doing. He, as, I was amazed at him. I was amazed, amazed at his wife. The shifas that people have are unbelievable. And I'm sorry I had to even you know, disappoint him. And uh, he started getting a little nervous. He said, I'm going to go home and tell my wife. I think she's going to be very upset. She's not doing the chesed. I said, look. Charity begins at home. I hate to quote that. That's uh, not a very Jewish expression, although halakhali it's correct. And um, you got to do what you got to do. Now, that's, um, those shaylas come up all the time. The thrust of the Shia will not be to uh, try to avoid doing chesed, as we will see. The uh, thrust of the Shia will be how important it is to go the extra mile for somebody else, but with your eyes open that when there's a shayla staring you in the face, you got to know it's a shayla, and it's not so posh to give it away. I've seen situations where things had to get done in a tzibadika setting. And I had some volunteers. We're about to start the shear, and I had a couple of volunteers. They're going to do it, Mr. Shear. I said, wait a second. You're volunteering to Mr. Shear. Who told you that was mutter? I don't remember if you remember from Yeshiva, there was some bachram always volunteering for every activity that was going on. Right? The, 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 the more it was the middle of Seder, the better it was. And the chesed? There's a hierarchy within halacha. You can't just volunteer for whatever you want. There's a din in Talmud Torah, and there's a din in chesed, and there's a din in Efshalasai Deacherim, there's a din in Eoshalasai Deacherim. You have to know when it's chayach and when it's not, and you have to know there's a, there's a rule book for these things, and these are, these are serious shaylas. Interesting historical case. I'll contrast two cases. It seems to be a bit of a machlekes, not muchuch. There's a case that took place in Amsterdam where there was a fellow, hundreds of years ago, there was a fellow who was very sick, and the doctor said that the only way you might have a refuah shlema is if you drink milk from a chamar. Treif. 
So um, they went to the fellow and they said, uh, this is what the doctor prescribed. And he said, absolutely not. I never had any typhus cross my lips my whole life. I'm not starting now. Connected the din. Clearly connected the din. But no. Hey, look at Sadiq. Uh, unfortunately, over here, he's not doing the right thing. But what are you going to do? His children were very concerned. So his son thought of an idea. He came to him the next day, and he came with a flask of milk, and he said, Ta, I spoke to the doctors, and they said, you know, we'd really like you to have the milk of the chamar, but if you really can't bring yourself to do it, they said the next best thing is chalavez, milk from a goat. And I brought you some milk from the goat, and if you drink this, maybe there's still a chance for a refuah. Father wasn't born yesterday. There was no goat's milk in there. There was... Uh, Certified Hamar milk, USDA. So the father turned to the son. He says, uh, thank you very much, my dear son. Uh, I'd like you to have a drink first. <laughs> it's a real story. So the son was also not to, uh, you know, wasn't born yesterday. Without missing a beat, he said, Top, I'd love to a great idea, but ever since you got sick, I made a sure that I'm not eating every day. I'm fasting for your foolish lema, and I can't until the evening. It's a real case. So what does he buy? He buys himself a few hours. He ran to the basin. And the father said, okay, I'll see you tonight. He ran to the basin. He said, what do I do? Father's a chaylum asukin machmar litzlan. And uh, I um, can't get him to drink. And I tried lying and it didn't work. Now he wants me to drink it. Should I go tonight and drink it in front of him? I would have said, of course. So the chachmah Amsterdam paskind that he can't. Based on this sugya, Chari, they're right. He's a Pasheya. Nice guy, but he's a Pasheya. The din is he has to drink the Yichal of Hamar, and he's not doing it. He's a Pasheya. Chatei b'shir shatiska, when he's a Pasheya, is also. Ah, it's Akhanas Tafashis. That's his problem. That's what they pass into the time. There was a famous Maisa in Vilna, in Tafresh Chafalov, where they had a Karla epidemic. And Rabbi Saul Salanter, Yom Kippur, Rabbi Saul that there have been many, many, uh, many, many chapters in Sfarim written on this case. Saul Salanter got up of Re'am Ve'eda, and he made Kiddush, and he ate, and he insisted everybody else eat it as well, and make sure they do it on the spot, and everybody should follow suit. The doctor said that during an epidemic, Le'olenu, People uh, get worn down and they can catch it. And he insisted that it be a low plug. Everybody knows that part of the story. What they don't know is that the Rabbi Sol Salanta was not from Vilna and he wasn't on the basin. He was from the Gedalia Durham Sak, not just in Musser. But Rabbi Salome Vilna, who was the Ab based in Vilna at that time, was very upset that he held the Psak was incorrect and they put out a Kalkare afterwards. They put it out during, but that they couldn't write. It was Yom Kippur. So they spread around the words that the uh, local basin disagrees and that the people can only eat on a case-by-case basis. And if a person is feeling sick or is worn down, he can eat. If a person is fit as a fiddle, they can't. What was that machlekes all about? So some say it was a machlekes and metzias. The doctor said it could become dangerous. How far do you have to go? Somebody could get weak, even though he's, he's very, very healthy now. One could suggest that the Malchikas was revolving around this point, and that is, there were people who clearly who were healthy who didn't need it. But the Rav felt 
that if we don't get everybody to eat, the people who have to eat won't because they're going to say their friend didn't eat and they're very from, they have a lot of Yerushimayim. They say, I can do it, I can do it, don't worry, another hour, another hour, another hour, really, they'll get sick. The Salsalanter possibly held not like the Chachma Amsterdam, and he held that we can allow people who don't have to eat at all to eat just to get the other people who are really patient by not eating in order to encourage them to eat to save the people who really need it. So it could be this, the but again, another example where you would think right away, according to Farshas, everything is mutter, based on the taste of the soil, certainly one of the Tirutzim. It's not Pashas, the person's creating their own scenario where they are in trouble, it's not so pushed that Mamela now you can get in. The Sharetzim we quoted before might disagree because he says the guy stuck with a lulav, he's a Pashaya, but now I have a chief to help him, but he was asking Altarvis. So it's, a, it's at best a, a machlekes. They bring down from Bayashov an interesting uh, psak in Hochas I'll show you how uh, varied these Shailas can get. Did you ever have the pleasure of uh, davening a shul and you're standing next to your son and your Mulshman is and your son wants to know the place? Um, if you haven't had the pleasure, either you're davening with your eyes closed or your son's brilliant. This comes up all the time. So what's the din? So the din is, Rabbi Yashav holds, that if you're in the middle of Shemana Esrei, it's also to be mafsik your Shemana Esrei, like any other hefsik Shemana Esrei, to help somebody else. Chatei b'shiyosh atiske. Kid's not a pasheya, but he holds also. You can't, he, he says the word, Chatei b'shiyosh atiske, he says, you know, I do now don't interrupt. It's the only way it's mutter to interrupt. He says it by your son. He says it by another godel. If you have somebody next to you, all of a sudden you hear him saying out loud, Yalaviyava, which is Gavaldic. The only problem is it's not Rosh Chedish. So what do you do? So Abiyashur says, you mind your own business in this case. Because now don't interrupt and start motioning to him and start going like this. No, Yalaviyava. You're in the Mishra Nesra. says, if... What's going on next to you, your friend or your son, or somebody else's son, is doing this and it stares you so much you can't come on anyway, then you can interrupt because he brings down the famous din that if a sitter falls or a chumash falls in front of you, din's the same. If it doesn't stare you, and you, you shouldn't let it stare you, then you're not allowed to interrupt. Covet's firm, but you're the Moshman Esrei. If it stares you so much, then I see you're not having kavanah, so go pick it up and then get back to where you were. So he makes the same sushtal. But you would think over here, somebody needs help. You answer, somebody needs help. You're the Moshman Esrei. Yeah, these psalkim are not to show you that we're not here to help people. You'll see the second half of the shir goes in the opposite direction. It means that these are shaylis. You can't just make up whatever you want to say, I'm helping the cause, and therefore I can do whatever I please. There are lochas involved. Now let me share with you a very, very famous chassam sefer that seems to be at the... Uh, the center of a very, very fascinating Machlekes. comes out, Machlekes Chassam Sefer Amesha. I'll show you what I mean as we continue. Chassam Sefer in his Hagdama called Besuchei Chesim. If you never saw this whole thing inside, look it up. The new Chassam Sefer have it printed in a different place. Look at the, uh, the old ones, Hagdama to Yeridea. I'm going to read just parts of it. It's, it's a fascinating, we're in Sefer Barashas, and it's, in Chassam Sefer's opinion, it sums up what the other Sekadeshim Befrat Abmavinu felt was his avoida and a yid's avoida on this earth. It's a pretty important, listen carefully, it's a pretty important piece of Piyashkofa. We'll see soon, it's Nagel Alocha. Sam Sefer starts off the Pasuk in Yeshaya. Avramavinu is being described, Zera Avram Ohavi. Now, Sam Sefer wants to know why is Avram called Ohavi as opposed to anybody else? What did Abmavinu do? that made him so special, made him so great, that made him so beloved by the Kodesh Baruch Hu. 
Sikotsa Pasek and Barashis, Barakil Cheski, Dativ Lamana Sheyatsavi Data means Lashon Chibar, she says. I love Avramavinu, why? Mana Sheyatsav is Banov is Besa Achro of Shamu Der Hashem. Some say it says, Her Bazek, Niflis Avas Hashem La Avramavinu of Lava Shalom. Why did Hashem love Avramavinu so much? Al Shalima Das is on the Kibim Lava Dasa, because Avram took care of other people. He taught Torah, he taught monotheism, he taught the Dvar Hashem to other people. So some say, you want to know what's beloved, what's the most beloved thing you could do in the Azavakash Baruch Hu to reach out to others. Kibemes, Gamlafanov, Hayechidis, Kula, Shayadu, Hashem. Before Abmavinu, there were very great men who were very close to Akash Baruch Hu. And they concentrated only on Akash Baruch Hu. They were real tzaddikim. For example, He was so great, Hashem took him up to be a malach. We don't see that Abmavinu became that great that Hashem took him up to be a malach. So why isn't Chanoich better than Avram? And why wasn't he picked to be the Amanivcher? Very central Shiloh. <coughs> It's not because Avram Avinu wasn't as great that he didn't reach this Milo. Had Avram Avinu taken Chanech's derech and stayed alone and apart from everybody else, why didn't he do it? He could have been a Malach. Why did he do that? He saw Chanech did. The other Tzadikim before he saw. He went a completely different way. Why? Amravina understood they did a great job but that's not the entire picture that's not only what Hashem wants if you are yourself as he said if you stick only to yourself and you don't reach out to others then everybody else will die and get swept away with the Mabel and you will be taken up to Shemayim as a Malach some Savior says Hashem has lots of Malachim up in Shemaim. He doesn't need more. He'll take them if they're Zeichelakach and the Neshama of Chanoich is in Ganed, no Shaila. Shaila is, is that our Tachlis Achayim? And again, this is very dangerous stuff because our Veda at the end of the day is going to be a balance between his Baidadus because you can't grow and give to others if you're constantly giving to others. You have to keep learning yourself and you have to have a certain amount of time to yourself. And the question will become how much to give to others, which we will discuss. But the Anacha is that what made Avram different than everybody who preceded him is the fact that he understood that it's not enough to be misnated and become like a Malach Kim. It's the fact that you have to deal with others on their level. So I'm saying it continues. This shows true Avas Hashem. If you love the king, what do you do? You bring new people to the kingdom. You machasik the kingdom. If you don't like the king, you won't bring anybody else to join him. Abmavinu showed that he loved the Kosh Baruch Hu. He understood this before he got it. He understood he and only he is called the Oyev of Hashem. Avram Oyhavi. Sam Sefer continues. 
to help others have an aliyah, to bring it to others, and this is Nagea to everybody, not just to Rabbanim and to Rabbeim and to Rosh Hashivas. Everybody has somebody who they can help out, probably more than one person. And he quotes the famous member of Rabbi Kiva. Alzheimer Rabbi Kiva, Klaal Godel B'Tayra, and he's Medayik over here, when it comes to Ruchnius, Ahafta L'Reacha Kamaycha, B'Tayra Daika, which means that your Chiv, Apiyalacha, is to help somebody grow in his Ruchnius and his learning. Klaal V'Yasayid Godel, B'Limit Atar, Shev, Shlemus Chavera, Kanashev, Ahafta V'Yasayid Kamaycha, to love his success as much as you want yours. Your job, this is what Abba Mavinu excelled in, and this is what he taught us. Psalm Sefer at the end mentions that's why, without this shot, it's very hard to understand the Pusik, by Sadaim, Hashem is about to destroy Sadaim. And we have a Pasuk that says, as Hashem is about to go, Should I hide from Abba Avinu what I'm doing? It's not right, Abba Avinu should know. And I'm going to tell him. And he tells him, Abba Avinu, Davins didn't work, and then Hashem destroyed Sadaim. The end of that Pasuk is, I should tell Abba Avinu why? Because he always gives over to others. What's the Havamina? Not to tell Abba yet to tell Abba What does it have to do with the fact he's Mechanach others? Sam Sefer says that Abba Avinu didn't know about the pending destruction of Sadaim. Why not? Should be a level of a Nevius? Why didn't he know? Answer is, Hitaka wasn't on the same level of Nevius as perhaps other Nevius. He wasn't even the same level as Sariman. Why not? Answer is, did you ever uh, run a free hotel and a free yeshiva where you had Bedouins walking in all day? You had to schmooze them and talk to them and you had to deal with them day in and day out? doesn't leave as much time as you would like for his Bedidus to reach the Madrega of being a Navi. Amavinu knew that, and he gave it up, Laman Hashem, to bring people onto Kanfei Ashrina. And Hashem said, it's not fair if he is not, so to speak, clued in with what's going on in the world, because he would have had that in his Madrega had he just sat alone, like Chanoich. And now that he didn't for me, I'm going to leave him out of it? He says, not fair. The only reason he doesn't know is because he's giving over the derech to others and to his children. And therefore, I'm not going to kenas him for that, and therefore I'm going to tell him anyway. A fascinating shot in the puzzle. Which means, some Sefer's message is that if you take the time for others, even if perhaps at that time you could have grown yourself, you won't lose out from it. Question is, of course, how much time? How much time for yourself? How much time for others? Rav Meisha, Simon Chavav, and Evan Ezer. It's the Tshuva Lalacha now. Brings down this Chassam Sefer, especially the part where he says that Rabbi Kiva Darshan Chayecha Kaidmen Binyane Elam Hazeh or Elam Abba. Chassam Sefer says Chayecha Kaidmen, but not by Elam Hazeh. Not by Ilam Abba, only by Ilam Azeh, which means if you have one bread or one thing of water, you've got to keep it for yourself. That's Machlegas Rabbi Kiva Ben Petura. If it's your water, you've got to keep it. And Sam Sefer said, however, after Lorecha Kamecha, when it comes to Teira, Zechla Goldoba Teira, 
You've got to give over and give up from yourself for his learning and his ruchnius. That's what Chassam Sefer just said. Moshe brings it down and he says, Tamuhim ma'od. I don't understand the Chassam Sefer. It's a, quite a big machlekes. The Batayra Vadai Tarras Akademis. Moshe says, it's not true. Your Torah? Of course your Torah comes first. If your water comes first, certainly your Torah comes first. There's even a shayla in the Gemara between you and your son who goes first. The Gemara says, who's going to make the greater contribution? If the father can learn better, it's then her, suddenly he goes first. Suddenly when it comes to giving over to others, you're first. He says, even stocko, which is a chiv to give to others, he says, you have to give to others. He gives an example. If you already have bread and somebody doesn't have bread, you've got to get bread before your meat. That's the example of that stocko. You have to compare apples to apples. He says, contrast that with learning. Listen to this line. He would say, I know one masechta, I have bread. This guy doesn't even know a whole masechta, so maybe it's like he doesn't even have bread. Amosha says, no. That's more important, more of a chiyah, arguing on the Sam Sefer. He says that you go first. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Ramesha says, even though you learned and he didn't learn, you didn't finish learning, did you finish us? You didn't finish us. You go first. Hard to know. Ramesh is saying he's arguing on the Chassam Sefer. And he continues. However, Haresi, I paskin, He says, I agree with the Chassam Sefer. You've got to give some time to others. You've got to do chesed. You've got to be Malamit Teirah. And he has a raya. Everything is a raya. He has a gemara. Which gemara is he going to bring? The most famous gemara? No? One tana? Begins with a pay? Thank you. Apreda. No? Apreda? 400 times. I don't know how long it took 400 times. Moshe doesn't know how long either, but he says, you do see, Apreda was an Adam Gadol. He could have been flying through Mesechtas as he was going over that one line. Sounds like he spent 400 times on an Ebeiluhu or something like that. So Moshe says, you see from this Gemara, you've got to give over something. Shalimah l'tamad k'shei avona shehutzach l'amadim o'dal me'ezimni and he got schar the Gemara says he got uh, he lived for 400 years and the whole dar went to Elam Haba unbelievable so Moshe says why is it unbelievable shalachayra haya aser what he did with l'chayra was aser what do you mean you can't give up when you're learning it's the truth it's unbelievable so he says it's great the Gemara says everybody got Elam Haba lived for 400 years gabaldik is l'chayra shver to lots of my other it would have been better to use the time for himself the answer is hu l'amad imai b'mixas hazman shemuchid l'vatam Time that you have to give to others, and he used it for others. And the chiddush was that he had the patience to sit with him for 400 times. Uh, right, right. So, so the fact is that he did it, and he could have picked the Talmud. Maybe he was in a higher madriga, and he was meisanefish. But that was in his time that he has to give to others. How much time is that? Ramesha says this part's famous. Mestabrely, Ramesha doesn't know an exact share, but I think it's Mestabrey says shugam kein shir meiser asiris hazmashi yeshalumatera. Take 10 percent of the time you have to learn. Not 10% of your 24 hours. You've got to subtract the time you sleep and eat and work. So the time you have left to learn, I assume for the Chashvayim over here, that's four or five hours a day. So uh, five hours a day, you take 10%. And maybe, like by Tzedakah, you can go up to a fifth. 
says the 10th or 5th, maybe somewhere in between. I'm not sure exactly what the shear is, but I am sure what Moshe says that it's also just to give away all your time and then not progress in your own learning. And he holds he's arguing the Chassam Sefer. I would have said that maybe perhaps the Chassam Sefer agrees in this question of, you know, how much. So Ramesh is also saying that, but he starts the truth and ends the truth by saying, I don't understand this Chassam Sefer is a Sarachian. Sounds like he holds, he's arguing, it sounds like he holds the Chassam Sefer holds much more than 20%. That's what it sounds like. And if you have one mitzvah to do, and either you can do it or your friend, and only one of you can do it, if you are a nice guy and you give away the mitzvah, you just It's not a free-for-all. You can't give away mitzvahs like that. Be a nice guy. Mesha says, You can't give it away. And he ends off, This is, I don't understand it. So, it sounds like we have a, um, a very, very big and varied and important machlekes. So I'm safer in Ramesha. I'm certainly not going to be machriya. Uh, I will tell you, let's take the lowest common denominator. Ramesha holds, you've got to give at least a tenth or a fifth, which means if you have a fifth of, uh, a tenth of your time or a fifth of your time, whichever one you want to pick, and you have a few hours a day, that means you have to be giving a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour a day to somebody else. Uh, it doesn't have to be Rapredis Talmud because some people go out of the Kalim, but uh, somebody who you can handle and you can give over to. Sam Sefer sounds like this is a uh, Shifa in life. Sam Sefer, again, according to Armesha, sounds like he's saying even more than a fifth, you won't be penalized. But it's certainly a Chayv Gomer to find such a thing. In previous Shirim, previous years, we've spoken about partners in Torah. This can go, you can put Kirv under this category, but you can put Kirv Kravim under this category also. There are people, if you remember again from yeshiva, there were always a few bachim in the class that didn't have a charusa. That wasn't an accident because nobody wanted to learn with them. So you know, all the humble people in the room will say, what do I know? I don't know so much. How can I teach somebody? First of all, you don't have to go over to somebody and say, oh, you're my chesed case. Can I teach you? <laughs> Obviously, that's not a mahal. You go over to somebody who looks like they might need a little chizuk, and you offer to learn with them. You say, please, I need the help. Can you learn with me? And talk them into it. But everybody's masking him, it's a chayv kaddish. The only question is the 10%, the 20%, or perhaps, according to the Chassam Sefer, more. Another case in point involving Admavinu, the Elsa Shacha brings down. We know Rashi brings down, Hashem came to Avram after light left. Rashi brings down, after light left? The answer is, yeah. The entire time light was there, Hashem didn't communicate directly with him, with Avram Avinu. Why not? The answer is, light was light. And uh, with that tumor around, it wasn't good for Nevuah experiences. So the Yelas Hashachar says, Perish Rashi calls, Masha Rashi Imoi, Hayadibar Perish Menu. Tzarech, Bir. Rashi clearly calls light to Russia. He says, it's hard to understand. What shaykh does light have with Avram? They were living in the same geographical location. No What shaykh do they have that there should be a, a tie that Avinu loses out because light is there? Why should that be mafriyam in Makabal and So he says, it's obvious. The answer is light was polluting the atmosphere. And the atmosphere was in Avram Avinu's Daladamis. And Amavino lost the Navu because of that. 
Vehiskim, this is amazing. Lech Lechem Yatzchaz Nevoi, brought light with him, and then there was nothing. I think Amavina didn't notice that. So he suddenly noticed it. Elsa Shachar says, Amavina knew who he's bringing along, and he knew the risk, and he knew the downside. Hiskim Lahafsim Mishum Shachashur Shiyashpiel of the Taiva. He thought, the nephew, he had uh, responsibility, he was trying to machsav him Lamutov. However, once they started getting to Chilashem with Gnevas and Gazelas, then he says, okay, Atkan, that now I can't associate with you, and he sent them away. Similar to Chsam Serf, you see from here, Avinu understood and willingly gave up his experience in Avu and coming even closer for the sake of possibly being Makar of somebody. Again, a double-edged sword, you've got to be careful. We're not Avinu. If the person's going to have a negative ashpa on you or on your children, you've got to run the other way. You've got to know who you are and you've got to know who you're dealing with. For a different smooth, we've had Shiram on that. He quotes the famous Chavis Lovavis, which again sounds very much like the Chassam Sefer. Even if he could have reached a higher Madrega, it doesn't come close to the Chusim of somebody who is helping somebody else grow in their Ruchnias. He said, investment-wise, the Chavis Lubavah says, when you get somebody to do better in his Ruchnias and it affects him and his children and his grandchildren and his great-grandchildren, so that will have a positive effect on Derry Deris and accrue to your account. And you might ask, well, so if I better myself, I'll also have that. So the question is, how much can you do for others versus the hour or two extra you would have had for yourself? That's a very personal question, which you have to discuss with your Rabbeim. Again, these are halachic shayas. Not just, I'll do what I want, I'll try to want. You have to know, what do you need for your continued growth? What do you need to keep giving to others? And then, how much should be spilling over in a positive way to somebody else? He does mention, parenthetically, this is a very important point. It's also a chizik for a lot of people who have tried this and in their own mind failed. I had a conversation just... Uh, just this morning with uh, a very distraught uh, mother, wonderful Sadegis, and she has Nebuch Leilenu, a child who's, um, we call a kid at risk, and not cooperating at all. And uh, to the extent that he, he was off for a while, they finally got, got him back to some orthodox environment, it's not really a yeshiva, but it's, it's, it's officially from, and he's fighting tooth and nail, and they're spending money. Huge, lots of tens of thousands of dollars to a special school and these special needs. They're spending money, spending money. He says, I'm get, get me out of here. I don't know why you put me here. I'm going to public school. And the kid, the kid's already a teenager, and he's speaking for himself, and he says, I don't want to be here. Why are you forcing the issue? So she keeps calling me. This morning was another call, completely destroyed. He said, I'm spending money I don't have. I am getting sick over this, and um, I don't seem to be getting anywhere. So I reminded her that last time we had this conversation was a month ago, and the time before that was a month before that, and since August we were trying to get him into the school, which Baruch Hashem he got in, after a lot of fighting and pushing. And I said that uh, you have to recognize that for three months now, he's not really Shemit Terah Mitzvahs completely when he's out of school, or on Shabbos and vacation, but while he's in school, he's putting out phone in the morning? She said, yeah. He's davening somewhat, yeah, maybe a few words here and there. Eating kosher food, yes. Everything is a korav. She said, what good is it? doesn't make a difference. On weekends, he's eating treif and mimachal Shabbos. I said, the fact that he's doing averis on weekends doesn't mean that it's not a mailah to have him not do averis Monday through Friday. We don't recognize that. We look at either as a total success or a total failure. It's not true. Every single day that he's in that environment, I happen to think personally that the chance of it working long term 
are less than 50%. That's optimistic already. And I told her that. I said, but that doesn't mean that you failed if he ends up leaving. Because you gave him more tools, you gave him more knowledge, and who knows where it can have an effect later. And the Alei Sashachar quotes this very point. He quotes the Meshach Chachma. Meshach Chachma asked the Kasher, which everybody asked, Zayar asked Kasher also. What happened to the Nefesh HaSabacharan? Spent the whole bracious. Nefesh HaSabacharan, all the work that Abba did, Yisak Atin, Yaakov Where'd they all go? They came down to Mitzrayim, Shivim, Nefesh. Where'd the other 55,000 go? So believe it or not, it's a little depressing. Believe it or not, it uh, seems to be that Meshachachim brings this, and Zaya says this, it seems to be they sort of floated back into the woodworks. It's a pellet. So, so Zaya says that all the Gerim, Lassad, Lava, all the Neshamas came from the Nefesh HaSabachar. Okay, a long-term positive effect. You have a store house in Neshamas, and you have X amount of Gerim every generation. That's very nice. Nice, it's pretty depressing. You open up a yeshiva, and you have tens of thousands of Tamidim pass through, and then you look at the yearbook, not one is from. Zero percent success rate. Unless you go into Shara Gulgulim. Yes, the yearbook is says, don't ask now, he's going to come again in 1962. Pretty depressing. So, um, Pashup Shah, by the way, just to be a little less depressing, Nefeshachar doesn't mean Avinu made them Jewish. It means he taught them monotheism, and they're Makabah Zayim Mitzvahs. So why in the world should they go down to the Nisraim? That was only for Yidin, that was only for Ben Yaakov. It's not really a Kasha, Pashup Shah, Nefeshachar, went to live wherever they lived, and they lived happily ever after, hopefully as a Goyim who kept Zion Mitzvahs. And then the people went down to Mitzrayim where the future Klai Yisrael. But apparently, the Zayar doesn't think that Pshat is so Pashat, and the Meshachachma is bothered by it also. And he says, that's the Lashon of the Meshachachma. So the Yasa Shachar says something comforting. No, if it didn't work out, then why does the Pasuk keep building up a Nefesh Yasebacharim? Why is the Pasuk mentioning it? If it ended up being nothing, so that's not a very good accomplishment. So why does he keep mentioning it? So he says, You shouldn't be upset if it didn't work out at the end. You shouldn't say, oh, my work was for nothing. He did what he was supposed to do. Our job in life is to try. Not to accomplish. We try to accomplish also, but that's an important line. Our job is to work, and um, sometimes it works. Sometimes we think it didn't work, and it has a long-term effect. There are many different gradations. He quotes the Briskarov. Somebody once asked him about a yeshiva that he had opened up for very shvach tamidim, and they were half off of there, half on, and he had a yeshiva for a number of years, and then they went off afterwards. And he came with the same complaint. He said, I'm running the yeshiva. Uh, two years of work into it. What do I have to show? And the Briskarov said exactly what I just told his mother this morning, because this is where I got it from. Uh, Briskarov said, while they're in yeshiva, did they do mitzvahs? Did they do something? What would they have been doing on the street at that time? That's, again, it's hard to see the trees in the forest, but every mitzvah you do is a chel galam haba. And every day, the, that's why we have dinim, that uh, you serve a non-firm person food, you've you got to try to be mitzim with the bracha and all those dinim, unless... It's impossible that in a certain coolers or whatever. Then he does five million of errors a day. What difference does it make? The answer is you don't understand the Kayach Mitzvah if you don't understand that one shahakal a day can be pearl a tremendous amount for a neshama. So we look at it again as all or nothing, and it's not true. Not that way. I only have a few minutes left. Let me close with a um, 
famous kasha that the Sfarim ask, Api they ask, uh, you know, we don't usually think about such questions. But, uh, why did Hashem create the world? Famous kasha. Why did Hashem put us here? Pretty basic. So the well-known terrors is that nobody likes nama to kisufa, nobody likes a free lunch. And Hashem wanted to be native to the neshamas. So Hashem wanted to put them through the world and have them work for their keep, so to speak. Hashem puts them through. They'll have nesianis, they'll go up and down, but they'll earn their bread, so to speak. And then they get to tell them, Haba, it won't be nama to kisufa. Well, we won't be embarrassed to get a freebie. Two questions. First of all, I happen to know a lot of people love getting freebies. You see the joy somebody puts their hand. I've seen people dirty the whole hand going to the bottom of a cereal box for something worth three cents. So it says free on it. Little did I know it wasn't free. They charge you for that. But they, uh, so there are people who like getting free things, but that's not a good mida. That's um, if everything is free, your whole tachlis, achayim, is to get free things. You go to Lamaba on that. All the reward is free. You're not going to feel good about that. So the question they ask is, we understand that's the way Hashem created the Shamas. Therefore, we have to go through all the pain and suffering in this world and all the trials and tribulations in order to get schar we're going to enjoy. The only question is, why Hashem can do whatever He wants. Why didn't Hashem just create us in a way what will be the Shamas that can enjoy getting free things? Think about that question for a moment. Is that a good question? That would be a lot easier. Then Hashem could put us straight to Lam Haba and we'll enjoy it. Hashem will design the neshama that the neshama will enjoy getting free gifts. The Swarim say, a very interesting insight, they say Hashem couldn't do that. Hashem could do whatever he wants. But Hashem wouldn't do that. Why? Because Hashem made the neshama B'Tselem Elohim. B'Tselem Elohim means we are like HaKosh Baruch Hu in many ways. HaKosh Baruch Hu, by definition, cannot take. He can only give. That's one thing Hashem can't do. Hashem can't take. Hashem can't take because he doesn't need anything. So by that definition, he can't take. If Hashem is going to create an Hashem to tell him a Lakim, tell him a Lakim, a definition will mean only a creation that only enjoys giving, not taking. Or else it's not a tell him a Lakim. So once Hashem decided that he's going to create an Hashem to tell him a Lakim, and that was what was needed for the, for the Briant to the native, so then by definition, Nama to Gisufa is going to be a problem, and therefore they have to work for it. Very crucially aside, and the aside over here is that we are all Selim Lakim. And Mavashem understood that we have to create the whole world with all its problems and all its tragedies only because we are and must be Selim Lakim. Definition for our purposes of being Selim Lakim, the Gemara says, is to emulate a Baruch Hu. Mahu Rachum, Afatar Rachum, Mahu Chanun, Afatar Chanun. So that means the whole Tachas Abriya is that we should be a Selim Lakim. And that that Selim Elohim should be as daimet to in giving as possible. Hence Avram Avinu, hence the Chassam Sefer. I don't even think Ramesha argues on this side, obviously, it's a question of degree. We're here to look for opportunities to be merachim on others and to give to others and to help others. And as the Chassam Sefer promised, we see from Avram Avinu, you're never going to be hurt by this. You'll just grow. And by the way, I think Ramesha would be made as well. Again, you give you 10, 20%, I think most people who have done it will agree that it helped their learning. Rapreta is hard to say that. Rapreta is the same line 400 times. Pure chesed. 
It happens to be that we're helping ourselves as well. The greatest joy you can have is giving over to somebody and helping them grow in their learning and their other mitzvahs and their ruchniyahs, not only your children, somebody else's child. And our chiv, especially in these very difficult times, my father called me yesterday and he told me it was very good. They had a ceasefire and only uh, seven rockets right afterwards. Nebuch. That's their version of ceasefire. They know it's, it's, you're dealing with, uh, okay, we won't get into it, but um, it's, the fact is the ceasefire, Baruch Hashem, people can walk around and breathe a little bit easier. Uh, unfortunately, let me say it the positive way, we hope it will last. We don't put too much stock in our negotiating partners, which means, that's the nicest way I could say it, uh, which means that if we're looking for answers on what to do to help, I think is one Chazal we can keep in mind. Chazal draw a contrast. When a Jewish army went to battle in the time of David and Melch, in the time of Shaul, they won, but they lost men. Even though they were a very high madrega then, they weren't of the Avodah they were doing the right thing. When they went to battle in the time of Achav, full of of the Avodah no one died. Achav also won a very powerful king, won all those battles, he got a little schayar by Nebuch, but he won. He won, and everybody came home Shaulim. So the answer is not, this is misquoted. I've heard people tell me, not as I mentioned, I've heard people tell me, you see from here, the main thing is, I need you to believe just as long as I'm friendly and the mitzvahs don't count. You can do a vodazar just as long as you're That's not the message. Okay, I want to be clear about that. Nobody misquotes me. That's not the message. The message is, you've got to do the mitzvahs and you can't do a vodazar and you've got to learn and you've got to get the minion on time. You've got to do everything right. But on top of all that, your shifa has to be ba'achtus to help others and to feel their pain and to see their lack of success. You walk into a best medrash in the morning and you see one person is trying to learn, he's not succeeding, his chavus is always late, he's never coming, he needs help. He needs help with various things that he's too ashamed of to ask about. Our job is to look for these things in a very considerate way, again, not to make it obvious, it's a chesed project, and to adopt these people, not only to help them, as we said, to help ourselves, and this not only creates the ability to help him with his shifas and his talents, it creates a tremendous achtus, and this achtus will give us chus to Klai Yisrael, we should talk, go out to battle, lose no man, come back, b'leiv sholem, b'nachas, and b'gezunt, mitzvah we should have Yeshua b'mher b'yamenu.